Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome to another episode. This morning is a very dreary, gray morning, putting me in a bit of a contemplative mood today. So I thought I would set out to record another episode. And this particular episode is based on a request that I received from a member of my community. And she said she wanted to learn how to embrace uncertainty and believe in the positive movement in her life. As in, even when things seem uncertain, how can I still believe that ultimately things are happening for me in a positive way? That ultimately things are going to end well, right? So I thought that this was such a great question because uncertainty is the thing that stops so many of us dead in our tracks. We have this almost obsessive, compulsive need to know everything. How is this going to work out? When is this going to happen? Where should I go for this? How am I going to be able to do this? Right? And that's just our beautiful human minds at work. That's just our beautiful human minds functioning properly because the human mind is designed to keep us alive. That's its main job. And it does that job really well. But the only way it's able to carry that job out is to feel like it's in control of every situation. And of course, that manifests into a lot of issues for us as human beings because it causes us to live in a state of fear, a state of panic. It causes us to try to manipulate and control everything in our lives. It causes us to almost become entitled in some ways because we expect that things have to work out in the way that we want them to, when we want them to. So this idea of embracing uncertainty is incredibly important. It's incredibly important to our sanity, our peace of mind, and our overall health. So let's get into it. First of all, What's the opposite of uncertainty? Well, besides certainty. But the opposite of uncertainty, in a way, is security. Security being, I feel like I'm being taken care of. I know what's going on. I feel safe. I feel protected, right? And a feeling of uncertainty kind of takes that all away. If I don't really know what's going to happen... How can I feel safe? How can I relax? Especially when we have our human mind always going in the background, always looking for what could go wrong, always looking for danger, overanalyzing everything constantly. So how am I supposed to feel safe and secure when I don't know what the fuck is going on or what the fuck is going to happen next? So in order to counteract this, this truth that there is no real thing as security, it really doesn't exist. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit. In order to counteract the fact that we don't really have any security, what the brilliant mind does, and I truly, the human mind is brilliant, right? And I think learning to 
acknowledge and appreciate it for all the things it does for us to protect us, to keep us safe is a really important part of this journey as well in the learning how to embrace uncertainty. But since there is no such thing as security, what the brilliant mind will do, it will create false senses of security to calm itself, to make itself feel safe. And so we do this in all sorts of ways. We create these false senses of security. One really great example of this is a job. How many people do you know, and you've probably gone through this or you're currently going through this, where you're in a job that you don't even like? You probably hate it. You can't stand it. it you feel like it's sucking the life and soul out of you. But you keep showing up to this job because of the quote unquote security that it provides you. Well, I get a steady paycheck here. I get health benefits here. So I need to stay. And I'm not here to bash jobs at all. I think that jobs can be a beautiful thing when you're really in a position where you're respected, you're able to contribute meaningfully, you have humane working conditions, right? You genuinely love being there and the work that you're doing and the relationships that you have there. A job can be great. But we know for most people, that's not the case at their jobs. For most people, a job is something that they have to drag themselves to every day. But they stay for that false sense of security. And it is false because at any time, you can be fired from that job, right? Whether you're fired because you violated that company's policies, which may or may not have even been policies that made sense, right? We all know that we're expected to follow rules at jobs that don't always make sense. So you might have violated that company's policies. Sometimes we're fired for doing nothing wrong at all. Maybe it came down to the bottom line. Maybe we just didn't fit into that organization's plans anymore. Maybe they wanted to replace us with someone else. Million and one reasons why people get fired. But for many of us, that could happen at any time. At any time. And we just go on pretending like that's not a thing. Until it happens. Until it happens. And if you've ever been fired unexpectedly... You know how traumatizing that is, especially when you now have to try to figure out, well, how am I going to take care of myself, not knowing how long it's going to take until I find a different job and all of these things. There is no security in a job because you're relying on someone else to continue to employ you, which they don't have to do. Another example of how we create a false sense of security is through our relationships, our romantic partnerships. All relationships, really. But for this specific example, let's talk about romantic relationships. We get into relationships expecting that they'll last forever. But knowing that most relationships don't last. And we put all this weight and stress and pressure on our partners Right? You can't change. You can't grow. You have to stay the same. You have to behave in the way that I want you to. Otherwise, I won't be able to handle it. And we all know that a relationship 
can start out in the most beautiful way and still end, whether it ends amicably or whether it ends in complete emotional chaos and turmoil. There's always the possibility that a relationship will end, but we enter into this false sense of security. We're going to get married and we're going to stay married forever and ever and ever. Yeah, that can be the hope. But realistically, that might not happen. Right? So we create these false senses of security to make ourselves feel better and to make us feel like we have some semblance of control in our lives. But the only thing you have any control over is yourself. That's it. (laughs) You cannot control what any other person will do. You cannot control the weather. You can't control what's going to happen when you leave your house. Half the time, things happen in your house beyond your control. And isn't it hard enough to even control ourselves, much less trying to control anything outside of ourselves? So it seems to me that learning to embrace uncertainty is necessary. It's necessary. And what is required to be able to do that? Well, one, accepting reality, which can be hard for us to do. We have to accept reality. That there is no security. And that things don't necessarily last forever. But even beyond that, and this is probably where we're going to get into some spirituality here because I think that that is required there has to be a level of trust and there has to be a level of surrender because otherwise you are fighting against the forces of nature and when you're doing that you're not ever going to win you're setting yourself up to fail painfully and horribly at that so how do we start to trust in the unknown, how do we still maintain some level of positivity? Knowing that at any point, something that we loved and was when we're hoping for could end, could change, could be taken, taken away. And I think it boils down to what you believe. What do you believe? Do you believe that there's something greater than you supporting you, guiding you, orchestrating the events of your life for some greater purpose, for your ultimate good, for the ultimate good of all humans? Do you believe that? You might say you believe that, but I think for most of us, we just want to believe that. We want to believe that, but we haven't fully gotten to the point where we're in a full state of trust and surrender. Because that human mind of ours, our ego, is constantly trying to be in control of something that it does not control. And this is why it's ultimately a spiritual practice, because it requires that we... Acknowledge that there's something beyond us, bigger than us, more powerful than us. In control. Because if we're not in control, and we know we're not in control, something else must be. 
So can you be okay with not being in control? Now, here's where the beautiful part of this is, is because when we surrender control, and (laughs) I'm laughing at that because it's like, you can't give up something you never had, but in our minds, we're surrendering control. We open up room and create space for so many beautiful things to happen. In fact, that's where that magical feeling that we all crave, like that ease and flow and magic of life, that's when we create space for that to happen. Why? Because we can only do so much. Again, we have this very limited human perspective. But when we relinquish control, we allow God, the universe, spirit, mother nature to do its magnificent work (laughs) which is so beyond anything that we could ever try to hope to create can you could you create a forest or the ocean right the stars so there's a lot of beauty in surrender and we open ourselves up to some miraculous, miraculous and spectacular things when we get out of our own damn way. But on a day to day, because of course, yeah, all that's well and good. And yes, we know that. But how do we shift into the energy of embodying it? It's one thing to know you're not in control, but how do you embody trust and surrender and how do you do it in a practical and day to day way? think it's definitely important that we all make space for stillness quietness meditation meditation it's a really powerful thing we we are learning more and more every single day about the healing properties of meditation how people's lives are being radically transformed through meditation how people are literally healing themselves of illness and disease from meditation depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, all of these things through meditation. And yet so many of us still resist it, partially because of that that control that we have to have. Well, I don't want to get quiet and sit still. Usually because I don't want to face the thoughts that are going on in my mind. I don't want to face the truth of what's going on in my life. So I'm just going to distract myself and stay busy and do everything but be with myself and my feelings. Anything but that. But as long as we're always running away and avoiding the truth of what is, well, we're not going to be able to change it. It's not going to be able to transform. Can't change something that you refuse to acknowledge exists. And even when it's not traditional meditation, there are so many ways that you can reconnect with this greater force, this higher power, going out into nature, spending time in nature. You don't even have to meditate. I think just being out in nature is a meditative practice in and of itself, whether or not you're sitting down with your legs crossed and eyes closed. Nature is so therapeutic. It's so healing. And there's no way that you can spend time in nature and not feel connected to something greater than yourself. Right? And hopefully, we've we've all had that experience of just like, man, looking out into the ocean or just 
being in the middle of a forest and just being like, oh my gosh. Looking at mountains and feeling so small. Like all of this happened long before I was ever here. And it'll be here long after I'm gone. Wow. Wow. My problems seem so small in these moments, right? So anytime someone's saying that they're having a hard time with embracing uncertainty, and of course, this is a daily practice. It's not like you just slip into a state of trust and surrender and then boom, I'm good. I'm there. I've made it. I have arrived. (laughs) It's a daily practice. It's a daily practice. But if you desire to have some sense of inner peace, it's going to have to be something that you make your priority. And really, getting intimate with your thoughts, because let me tell you something. The human mind, this genius thing that it is, man, won't it it lead you to believe some outrageous things that are nowhere near the truth? (laughs) Right? Aren't our minds so good at really leading us to believe the most ridiculous, outrageous, made-up things? And we fall for it because we think, well, I had this thought and I have this feeling, therefore it must be true. I feel afraid right now, therefore something bad will happen. No, not at all. Not at all. And the more that we get into these meditative states out into nature and things like that, the more we remember, hey, I can have a thought, I can have a feeling, that doesn't mean it is the truth. And you know how you know if something's true or not? Based on the way it really makes you feel. (laughs) So if you have a thought and it makes you feel like shit, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. Anything that makes you feel uncomfortable in your body, creates stress and tension, it's not the truth. And that's how you'll know. And how do I know that it's not the truth? Well, I believe personally that everything kind of boils down to one of two things. Either it's rooted in love or it's rooted in fear. You can either have a thought based in love or you can have a thought based in fear. And everything kind of stems from that. Right? And anything that is rooted in love feels good. Ultimately, ultimately it feels good. That's not to say it'll never make us uncomfortable or it'll never challenge our beliefs. But ultimately, we get to a place where we know it's for our greater good and it's coming from a place of love. Another thing that the human mind is really good at is obsessing over things that are really harmful to us, right? The human mind will obsess over things that make us feel like shit. So you have to understand that you have the power to stop that. You are not your thoughts. You are more than your thoughts. And you know you're more than your thoughts because you have the power to observe your thoughts, You can observe the things that are happening. You can observe the way that you're thinking. You can observe what you are feeling. You are not your feelings. You are simply experiencing the feeling in that particular moment. But you are not that feeling because the feelings change. They don't last. 
So you are you. You are the constant. And your thoughts and your feelings, they flow through you if you allow them to. If you don't feel like, again, you have to maintain this false sense of control and have a death grip over everything in your experience. Let things flow. Do you have to be right? Do you have to be right about everything? You can try, but I know that's also going to create a lot of suffering and turmoil in your life. If you always have to be right. So again, that's another way of releasing control. I don't always have to be right. Yeah, let my ego take a little bit of a hit if that means I get to have some peace. Because your peace is priceless. Your peace is your freedom. So look at all the ways that you sabotage your own peace. All the ways that you try to control things you can't control. All the ways that you try to be right, which means that someone else has to be wrong. If you want to embrace uncertainty, you have to be willing to go with the flow of life. And it's going to boil down to how much you want to suffer and for how long. And at any moment, and this is something that you get better and better at as you become more conscious, as you become more awakened, right? on this journey to ultimately freedom, love, and peace. I mean, I think that's, isn't that what we're all striving for, really? You can put it in all a bunch of different packages and like name it a bunch of different things, but ultimately we're all trying to move towards love. Love, freedom, peace. So at any given moment, when you find yourself in a state of stress or fear or anger, Observe what's happening. Observe what's really happening and identify the interpretation and meaning you are creating about this particular situation. I think it's the same thing with uncertainty. What makes something uncertain, except for the fact that we feel uncomfortable in that moment? But what if in these moments we just choose to state I'm always supported. I'm always taken care of. Everything is always happening for me. That's a belief that you can start to have. That's a belief that you can train your mind to believe. Because anything that your mind believes is simply something that it's heard enough times that it believes it to be the truth. And that's why this daily practice of trusting and surrendering is so important because over time, you will train your brain to embrace uncertainty because you will start to exist in a place of trust and surrender. Which means you're existing in a space of love as opposed to a space of fear. And when you are in trust and surrender and you are reconditioning your mind to believe that you are always supported by something bigger than you then you can't help but to believe that positive things are happening for you that positive things are coming even if you can't really see them where you are right now if you truly believe that everything's happening for you in life 
then of course positive things are coming. Of course there's going to be a positive outcome. There has to be. You just have to be willing to keep putting one foot in front of the other and moving forward. Knowing that any, um, any moments that you experience of any kind of emotional pain, discomfort, is not going to last. The only way it's going to last is if you choose to stay there, if you choose to stop growing. Then yeah, I guess it could go on forever. And for some people, that's the case because they choose to remain stagnant. But you're a person who chooses to continue to evolve and to grow and to learn. And in that case, any sort of discomfort or pain is always going to be temporary. And quite often, how long we stay in that state just depends on how long we're refusing to trust and refusing to surrender. So in many respects, going back to what I said earlier, the only thing that you have any control over is yourself. And what an amazing thing, because we can ultimately decide how long we choose to suffer. And if you find yourself in a state where you feel like you're suffering, where like things aren't really going your way, things aren't happening for you, well, then it's time to ask yourself, why do you continue to resist? And what is the resistance really about? And resistance always comes from a place of fear. So the thing that we're trying to avoid the most, which is fear, we create more of by refusing to trust and refusing to surrender to something bigger than ourselves. Isn't that funny how we do that? (laughs) It's maddening, really. And this is why it's so important to have those moments of meditation, stillness, being out in nature, journaling, observing our thoughts and feelings, where we can pump the brakes and go, whoa, (laughs) I'm going to get off this train right now. This train of beliefs is not serving me. I choose to think a different thought. I choose to focus on a different emotion. I choose to do something to create the emotion that I want to feel in this moment. Sometimes you got to do that. Put on some music and start dancing. Shift your energy real quick. You have the power to do that. There's nothing that says that if you're feeling fearful or anxious in a particular moment that you can't do something to get out of that. And that's not to say that it's always about running from your emotions. That's not what I mean. Our emotions do need time and attention to be felt, expressed, and processed. But sometimes we really need to just get our asses up and do something else so that we're not dwelling and wallowing in the emotion that we don't want to feel. Shift the energy and vibration and then go back and process it when you're able to do so from a healthier place. A place of greater awareness. And I got to tell you, if you're on a path of growth, which you are because you're listening to this fucking podcast (laughs) and I'm right there with you. You signed up for uncertainty. You signed up for this. So rather than focusing on all the ways that, oh, this is so uncomfortable and painful and I don't like it. How about you empower your damn self, take your power back, recognize that you chose this and you chose it for a reason. Because uncertainty is way fucking better than being asleep and drudging through life and not growing and being stagnant. It's way fucking better than that. 
Because through this uncertainty, there are moments of what? Aliveness, excitement, passion, risk. Can't get bored when you're uncertain. That's one of the things that I happen to love about my journey of entrepreneurship. There's never a dull moment. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck is going to happen next. It's living in a constant state of problem solving. Oh, there's another problem. How am I going to address that? Right. But for me, I've simply embraced the fact that I chose this life and I chose it for a reason because I know what the alternative felt like. And I don't want to go back there. I'd rather live in a constant state of uncertainty and live in the space of the unknown than going back to a safe and predictable mundane routine life. So don't forget that. Don't forget that you chose this life of uncertainty because you desire to feel alive. You desire to feel empowered in your own life. You desire to be the creator of your own life. So if you chose this path, there's no one else telling you what to do a lot of the times, right? There's no one else designing your life for you. Which means you are the one, you are the one who's figuring it out day to day, moment to moment. Yeah, sometimes that's really fucking scary. You know what's scarier? Mediocrity. Routine is lethal. So it's okay to be afraid. That's natural. We're human. But don't ever forget your own power. Don't ever forget that you chose this messy, exciting, unpredictable, risky life. And you chose it for a reason because it is allowing you to grow and evolve in a way that wouldn't have been possible if you were just doing the safe, routine, ordinary thing. Trust. Surrender. And sometimes physically doing it is helpful. If you got to get on your knees, you got to put your forehead to the ground and physically surrender to your to remind yourself that you are not in control and get on the ground get on the ground and say it out loud i trust i surrender sometimes that's required to just remind us and 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 let us know like hey we're taken care of we don't have to do this alone we could never do this alone Can you imagine having the responsibility that God and the universe has? Can you imagine having to think about so many different things? No. So be grateful that you're not in control. And know that when you're not in control, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. There's a lot of beauty that comes in a state of submission and surrender. And when we're always fighting that, it's really because we're conditioned to believe we have to do everything on our own. Well, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. (laughs) Right? If things don't go the way that I want them to, I know they're going to end up like shit. But that's not true. That's not true. Because all the times that you thought you were in control and all the times you thought you were making shit happen by yourself, guess what? You weren't. You were still being supported by something bigger than you. Your ego just made you think that you did it alone. When really you did like a tiny microscopic, 
micros- micro- can I say that word? Microscopic. This is what happens when you have an unedited podcast. <laughs> a microscopic amount of it was actually due to you. And I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And we just have to remind ourselves of that. And allow yourself to be taken care of. You know, this resistance comes from the fact that you were conditioned to think you had to do it alone. You don't. Can you allow it to be easy? Can you allow it to be easy? By receiving the support and guidance that's really going to help you move further along. Can you allow that? Or do you insist on struggling and exerting so much effort? And let me tell you something. It takes a lot of energy to live in a state of fear. Even if you're not physically doing anything, your, your body is in a constant state of fight or flight. Your central nervous system is lit the fuck up. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. There's nothing like the relaxation and feeling of peace that comes from a state of surrender. You know? Go out into, go out into the park and just lay in the grass. You know how good that feels? Because in those moments, we remember, damn, I'm not alone. I'm in the right place at the right time. There's something out there looking over me. There's something out there supporting me. It's such a beautiful feeling. And you can get into that feeling at any time. You can choose to surrender at any time. And sometimes we got to do that multiple times a day. (laughs) Sometimes we have to do it multiple times a day. It's a choice. So I'm going to go ahead and end this episode right here. I'm so glad I got to talk about this today. And chances are I will come back in many more episodes and talk about embracing uncertainty and the unknown. Because, I mean, that's what this human experience is all about. Don't forget that. Your spirit is, is experiencing this human journey through your human body, right? So uncertainty in the unknown is kind of why we're here. When our spirits are coming from a place of like complete love and all knowingness, well, all right, love and all knowingness is great, but not that exciting necessarily. But this human life is really exciting. You don't know what the fuck is going to happen. That's kind of fun and cool. From a spiritual level, it is, right? So remember, your spirit chose this journey. Your spirit chose this journey for a reason. Now, of course, it's not going to be all rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, there's going to be some hard parts, some tough parts, some scary parts. But that's part of it. And that's the only way you're going to grow and become the person that you're ultimately meant to be. And it's the only way your soul is going to feel like it has fulfilled its mission, All right, my loves, I hope you go out into the rest of your day in a state of trust and surrender, knowing that you're supported, loved, taken care of, knowing that you're being guided, even when you feel really lost and confused. Nope, it's all happening for a reason. A reason that you can't necessarily see right now, but you continue to show up as yourself. You continue to trust. You continue to express yourself in the ways that feel good to you, aligned with you, true to you. It will work out exactly how it's supposed to. You can't fuck it up. 
I love you so much. Until next time, take care and remember who the fuck you are.